Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. An Elio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton. And I'm producer Maria. Uh, Melissa, who are our patrons for this week? We've got Cheska. Johnny, Jorge, and Britt. Is it Jorge Garcia? Oh my God. Is it? Also, do we think that Cheska is short for the name Francesca? Less high of a priority for me to find out right now. I'm just curious <laughs> if Jorge Garcia is a... It's team. not Garcia. Fuck. That's still okay. We're so happy We're to still have so Jorge. happy about Jorge. <laughs> <laughs> still thrilled. Yeah, we want any Jorge in the Patreon, but it, we just, it could have been exciting. Melissa, what is our episode about today? It's actually, I, it was recommended to us by like several different people. Yeah, Dana Wickens recommended it to us. Yes. Acast. And then Megan... Uh, who works with Erios in publicity, she recommended it as well. Yeah. This article on Bloomberg that's called The Sedition Hunters by David Yaffe Bellany. And it's about all these amateur internet sleuths who have turned the insurrection on DC into an online manhunt, like finding Ooh. people who were at the Capitol. It's like this game for them. That's crazy. Well, I heard, I haven't heard about this yet, but I did hear about the girls on Bumble uh -huh. who were trying to find men who were at the storming of the Capitol that they had changed. Or it was women who were in Washington, D.C., but some people had also, some women had also changed their location to Washington, D.C. And said, like, go Trump. And they would brag about, like, being there. 
they were they were like all liberal Democrats, but they changed their bios to like make America great again, like Trump, Trump forever, like Republicans and like crazy pants would uh, match with them and be like, I stormed the Capitol. Isn't that hot? And then they would like report them to the FBI. Damn, which is that's my so type sick. of sleuthing. Yeah, that's so sick. Uh, But I'm excited to hear about this, too. Okay, so over the past few months, there's been this growing community of amateur internet sleuths who have spent hundreds of hundreds upon hundreds of hours sifting through the footage of the Capitol insurrection. And they've joined this huge network of people who like cross reference videos, photos, posts, and they share their findings online like through twitter there's a bunch of discords for like sharing and cross-referencing info Mm. the senate republicans blocked a bill that would create an independent commission to investigate the riot initially they're like "Eh, it's not a problem we don't need to investigate it but actually a few days ago on june 24th nancy pelosi just announced a select committee to investigate the attack good so i hate her but that's good Sure, yeah, she's she needs to go. But she's a dork, but that's good. She's a huge narc. <laughs> yeah, she's a narc. <laughs> and in the six months since the attack, over 500 rioters have been charged, and the FBI has used tips from these amateur sleuths. It's about 50 to 100 of those cases are from online sleuthers, not the FBI themselves. Wow, which is Whoa. pretty amazing. You know what this reminds me of? The Malaysian air thing. Remember when everyone oh. started like searching Google Like Mad- Courtney what, Love? What was that? Courtney yeah, Love. Yeah, and Courtney Love was a- like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> like a Google image picture of the ocean. And it's just like yeah. a dark spot in the ocean. Shut up. Really? I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, that was fun. You Did you read that? The, there was an article that came out about the Malaysian air plane, I think within the past year or so. That was like, someone was almost certain that it was like a suicide mission. No way. Yeah. They found out stuff about him. It's pretty fascinating, like a deep dive into his Whoa. life. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Crazy. Insane. What anyway. an insane thing to do. Yeah. Like, what a crazy don't, thing. Don't. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> just don't. don't do that. <laughs> simple. It's simple, really. Just don't do that. Just don't do that. So... <laughs> Uh, so the FBI's wanna list still has hundreds of people on it. Some of the sleuths have actually looked for evidence of additional crimes by people who were already charged. They're like, oh, well, let mm. me go through this person's Facebook, this person's this. And websites have popped up like one called jan6evidence.com. And uh, they have research tools and galleries of people still wanted. Mm. And there's a map where videos are connected to specific places around the Capitol. Like, there's a whole map. You can click on specific places around the Capitol, and it'll show people's videos. <gasps> that's, like, my dream website. Like, it's like, that's all I want. That's all I want is someone to, like, create a map in that way. Yeah. that's It's, like, a extremely advanced, like, Google Maps. But it's, like, all videos, and, like, yeah. it shows the user who posted them. It's pretty. It's a pretty fascinating website. Whoa, this website cool. is crazy. Yeah. What's it called? Jan? Jan. Jan. The number six evidence.com. It's pretty awesome. You can you can search by the map. And then on the side, there's also a list of the suspects. And if you oh, click no. on the suspect, it has like all their different tags and like different videos of them doing uh their stuff, the time they were doing it, and the location. So this one guy, uh, they've named him Bald Eagle. 
there's 52 videos about him and it's like some of them are videos like he made on like his Snapchat or like Instagram and then others are like video other videos from like the news or things other people took and it has like the timestamp, the location, all this kind of stuff. That's crazy. It sucks if you were like taking a walk like by the Capitol and then <laughs> yeah. like post you're like finally got to DC, like having a great time and then you end up on this website yeah. as like, a suspect. <laughs> yeah, that's been happening. Um, one sleuth in California created a facial recognition database. Oh, shit. And he was able to identify this person named Taylor John, John Atticus, who's a podcaster from DC, who was eventually charged for going in the Capitol. And then there's a stay at home mom from the Pacific Northwest. She annotated nearly a hundred hours of video which she compiled in a spreadsheet that's been like widely shared. Like she went through all these videos and like noted like this person that like different time. Wow. We get it. You know, Excel. I know. I was, as you said, (laughs) I was like, Ali's fuming (laughs) that this this girl is is, like bragging about how well she uses Excel. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Then someone named Chris Sigurdsson from Canada spent 40 hours a week going through photos and videos He found a resemblance between a man spraying chemicals at the police and a video of a man from a hotel in Virginia. The two men had the same backpack. So he posted his findings on Twitter. And then two weeks later, the FBI arrested the guy. He's like, wait, that guy looks familiar. He's from a video someone posted from a hotel in Virginia. Oh, shit. And he got arrested. I wonder, do Internet sleuths have jobs? In real life. Well, I think because of <laughs> the pandemic right now, a lot of people are at home with a lot of yes time to spare. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure they do. This is just like a fun extracurricular activity. Like instead of like watching TV, they probably just like internet sleuth. Okay, that's a good point. I literally watched an entire series yesterday in bed. Oh, sure. Yeah, like I watched like seven episodes of something, which is what seven hours or or no, it was each thing was thirty minutes. So what did you watch? That that show I sent you, um, Strange Love, where it's like (laughs) this guy only dresses as Santa three hundred sixty five days of the year, and he wants a girlfriend. But anyways, that being said, (laughs) if I I could also dedicate that time to internet something, like okay, I get it. You also watched Cruella at 7 a.m. I think everyone needs to know that. <laughs> you texted that us and I that you didn't get watching. A t- we got a text that going starting Cruella and it was legit 7 a.m. I like woke up at like 8 a.m. I was like, was this last she's night? She's an hour <laughs> in. No, she's an hour into Cruella. <laughs> Listen, let me live my life the way I want to live it. Just waking up and instantly just like Cruella like, <laughs> on your laptop. <laughs> just pressing play. It's a great way to wake up. It really wakes you up. Listen, there's nothing to live for anymore. Like, let me get excited. Uh, Okay, and then there's, of course, there's, with all this internet sleuthing, comes people who are falsely accused. Mm -hmm. Like in the Elisa Lamb case, that poor guy. Oh, yeah. Who was at the Cecil. Uh Uh-huh. So a retired Chicago firefighter was falsely accused of being at the riot. And people were putting, like, his personal info out there 
and espe- doing that especially when it's not the right person that's so dangerous like you have yeah. to be careful yeah. when doing that like doxing think of if you're a twin and your twins like going to storm the capital and you're like you can't storm the capital rachel i look yeah. like you rachel yeah. <laughs> your identical twin that's horrible i know like rachel stop this isn't just about you this is about me too um you pull so many pranks with identical twins it's you really, know uh two twin facts um one jennifer Connolly slept with a pair of identical twins uh at the same time no separate separately okay. oh no i think there is some sort of story with her and identical twins but secondly Where did you read this she Where had like she read it in an she wrote it she talked about it in an article somewhere whoa I, that might that might okay. not be it but there was something about twins but second i learned yesterday that identical twins have different uh gut biomes oh interesting yeah which i just thought like they could have different food allergies and stuff like that they're not fully identical so like mary kate could be have celiac disease but ashley would could be completely fine with weed. they're not identical twins they're not no did i just blow your mind well that doesn't make any sense i know they're not identical they're not let me just make sure i'm correct Okay, their song on uh, Brother for Sale, the Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> yes, um, I know that one. <laughs> um, they have a song called, um, They say we're two peas in a pod, but when we look at each other, there's something that you forgot. I am the cute one. <laughs> She's just my sister. <laughs> and then they got another song that's called that's called Identical Twins. But that may have just been an artistic yeah, choice. Yeah, no, I guess, it's uh, while many people can't tell them apart, Mary Kate and Ashley are not identical, but rather fraternal. Mary wow. Kate Mary Kate is one inch taller than her sister and is left handed, while Ashley is right handed. Oh, Ooh. yep, <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, shocking! <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So being wrongfully accused, there's so many things that could go wrong. Do you remember when Reddit thought people on Reddit thought they identified the Boston bomber? Yes. And it w- ended up being the wrong. It was like this whole thing. They're like, it's this guy. And it was like this whole thing. Like everyone's like, we got him. And everyone's like, yeah, that has to be the guy. And it ended up being the wrong person that's so horrible that's this is like because this is minority report territory yeah Yeah. totally it's so scary and then at the riot there were like there was a bunch of different levels of maga enthusiasts so there were like the hardcore conspiracists who like the ones who organize all these events and then people who even like organize insurrection and then there's like the casual maga enthusiast who's like they just go along with whatever like the right is doing and they went to the Capitol because they thought it was like a rally and they were posting all about it on social media because they were like, we're here. We're here for the rally. Like we're here to do like they didn't <laughs> expect it to turn into an insurrection. Right. And so all everyone was just posting on social media, not knowing that they were like posting themselves committing crimes because they didn't know what was going on. Right. And they thought it was OK because like Donald Trump told them and of course you know, they were posting pics. They thought were they were part of this huge revolution. They're like, we're so here. Stupid. This is important. It's like, how do you so not dumb. think that's illegal? I mean, I guess because Trump made it seem like it's okay, but but still, it's, it's also the crazy. need. It's 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 the mixture of like I what do you call it? um 
what's that thing where ideologies, whatever it is, like, you know, you storming the Capitol, but also the cultural need to be seen doing whatever you're doing. Like the fact that like, I have to post on Instagram what I'm doing. I have to post on Twitter. I need people to see what a cool thing is happening. Like, it's like, dude, like you can't have both. You can't have both. You can't storm a Capitol, get away with it. and post on instagram dude yeah i think so yeah, many dude. crime yeah <laughs> dude. Um, dude i think so many crimes today are probably because they're live streamed or put on instagram yeah so many people get caught doing stuff because yeah. they like live stream themselves doing it it's insane people have lost their damn minds so there's this database of all of the currently it's 509 people who have been caught and you can read how they're found this database is hilarious there's a link to it in the google doc but it's just all of the people's names most have photos like what they were doing and then what they were charged with and a lot of the summaries are like, according to the according to an FBI affidavit, video evidence posted to their Facebook pages places them inside the Capitol building, et cetera, et cetera. Like this is how they caught them. There's this. I, I went through all of them, and there's so many. There's funny ones like the FBI. Like their summaries of the people are like kind of funny. This one kid, uh, Daniel Page Adam Adams. It says, at the beginning of one video, Adams repeatedly says to the crowds around him, let's go, are you ready to push? (laughs) The affidavit cites another video that captures Adams struggling directly with officers. He and other members of the crowd push to make their way up to the Capitol stairs. The video ends with a loud thud and cuts to Adams holding his head and swearing. What happened to his head? I don't know. That's just the evidence they had. They had a video. He got hit in the head or something. Oh, my God. Ugh. And then, so this guy was charged with civil disorder, obstruction of an official proceeding, assaulting, resisting, entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds, disorderly conduct, disorderly conduct in a Capitol building, impending, impeding passage through the Capitol grounds or buildings, parading, demonstrating or picketing in a Capitol building, etc. Like, there's so many different charges. And what does that equal? Like, two years in prison? Seriously, probation? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and I don't think they. It didn't say what they were sentenced yeah. to, but they said they pled pled not guilty. And then there's Jared Hunter Adams, and this one says Jared Adams posted an Instagram story that showed the inside of the U.S. Capitol building. The story included close up video of individuals breaking into the Capitol and statements like "We stormed the Capitol building and Senate today. I can tell my grandchildren I was there." Oh my god. Yeah, nerd alert. Seriously, nerd alert. I know. A bunch of nerds. <laughs> I can tell my grandchildren I was there. No. <laughs> I was here. And then this guy, Thomas Fee, who's a recently retired firefighter, he allegedly sent a selfie and a video from inside the Capitol to his girlfriend's brother, who is a special agent with the State Department. Ugh. And then the agent turned him over to the FBI. Like, I don't know if he knew that his girlfriend, his girlfriend's brother was an undercover fbi agent but like sent a selfie and the brother's like that's great forward to the fbi but also i'm wondering like this thomas guy his girlfriend do they have conflicting political views like i don't know or maybe the special agent like 
is a Republican leaning, but not like storm the Capitol leaning. But that's or bizarre. he's an agent and he just knows that his job, like no matter yeah. what yeah. he leans, he's just like, uh, oh god, okay. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I turn this guy in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> holy shit. And then an ex-girlfriend reported Richard Machetti to the FBI after he sent a text message from the U.S. Capitol riot on January 6th calling her a moron. Oh, my God. He allegedly sent a stream of messages and videos to the woman showing protesters carrying flags both inside and outside the Capitol. And he said to her, if you can't say the election was stolen, you're a moron. She must have been so happy to turn him in. That's so and she's tight. Like, Sending to the FBI. Yeah. Fuck you. (laughs) And then this one is the way it's written out is funny. Tammy Bronsberg had a rough start to her day on January 6th. She was waiting for her bus to President Donald Trump's rally at a McDonald's parking lot in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. But the 55 person charter bus was waiting for her at a McDonald's over 20 miles away. The entire group had to wait again for Bronzeburg at the end of the day after the Capitol attack because she and another person who was charged in connection with the riot returned to the bus an hour after their agreed upon meeting time. And the bus waited for them? That's insane to me. That if I like if I was on the bus, I'd be like, we're we're going. We're driving. Bye. And then on the return trip to Pennsylvania, other passengers told the FBI that she was sharing photos of her inside the Capitol building. Like, she returned on the bus was like, look what I did, everyone. And everyone's like, okay, calling the FBI, you <laughs> dummy. That's a classic Tammy move. <laughs> yeah, made us wait an hour for the bus of yeah. calling the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine her having, like, all these, like, Washington, D.C., like, sightseeing things, like, that she yeah. buys, like, little tchotchkes. <laughs> and then she's flag. like, yeah, she's like, and also I stormed the Capitol. <laughs> yeah, Tammy, like, Tammy. Like, I don't care what you did. You're an hour late, you son of a bitch. Yeah. She showed up go. to the wrong McDonald's in the morning already. <laughs> yeah, Tammy. A problem all day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then there was a guy who was at home being interviewed by the fbi he was shown a picture of himself at the riot and he was like that's not me and then his wife walks in and she's like yeah that's a picture of my husband why oh my god (laughs) oh god what a nightmare oh my god he's like shut up it's not me I'm sorry, I didn't know. What do you want me to lie? <laughs> That's their... What was I supposed to say? It's the police. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then a former New York City police officer was identified by their Easy Pass scanning on the way to D.C. Shut up. And she's seen on security footage taking a video and shaking a tambourine. <laughs> and then her Easy Pass scanned once again on her way back to New York. <laughs> They were like, um, Sarah, were you at the <laughs> what were you She's doing like, no. with a tambourine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, oh, this is the Bumble one. Robert Chapman wrote to a romantic interest on the dating at Bumble. I did storm the Capitol and made it all the way to Statuary Hall. And then the girl replied, we are not a match. And then he wrote back, I suppose not. And then that person reported him to the FBI, and then the FBI agents later identified him on multiple images depicted inside Statuary Hall in the U.S. Capitol. And then in a screenshot captured by the FBI, Chapman wrote, I'm fucking inside the Capitol, the Crapitol. 
Oh my god, I'm crapital. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm also pretty sure that like men on Bumble who were doing this were also like changing their profile pictures to like them inside the Capitol and stupid things like oh, that. I bet. But I think that Bumble made it so you couldn't like. I think that they made it so that you couldn't turn these people in or something. They made it so that these internet sleuths couldn't. Oh really? Catfish these people into. Uh, into turning them into the FBI. I'll look at that, but like... Hmm. And then there was a guy who rappelled to the floor of the Senate and sat in Nancy Pelosi's seat and was bragging about it online. But he's an idiot because it wasn't actually Nancy Pelosi's seat. Hers is in the House and this dude was in the Senate. He's like, I'm in Nancy's seat. It's like, bro, you're in... It's not... That's the Senate. It's not the House. You're in the Senate, bro. You're in the Senate, dude. Dude. Sounds like Tammy. Sounds like Tammy's at it again. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm in Nancy's seat. It's like, no. Yeah, Tammy. No. It's an. It's twenty. It's a twenty minute walk. Different building. That way. (laughs) The thing is that these people don't even know how the government works. They don't know who's who. They just like they know some buzzwords and they're angry. It's so stupid. Because a lot of people were bragging about storming the White House when they were at the Capitol. Oh, that's that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. That's really embarrassing. Yeah, it just proves how stupid all of these people are. Yeah, like that's do you not know the difference between the Capitol and the White House? You fucking idiot. <laughs> well, it's white, isn't it? That's what they'd uh, say. Well, what color is it? Is it black? <laughs> no, it's white. <laughs> Let's take a short break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shout outs, uh, merch discounts, uh, video episodes a day early, ad free episodes and more. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month or just a flat fee of like $25 for the entire year and Mm -hmm. uh, just be a patron, get all the rewards and just support our podcast and what we do and women in podcasting. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcast. If you give us a five star review, we will read it on the show. Also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. It's really been popping off. We are, in fact, uh, 45 voicemails behind. That is, <laughs> yes, we are. That's Sorry. how many we have. I know. Seriously. We are working on catching up. There are so many. Uh, please keep them coming, and we will continue to play them on our episodes. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along, and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Now back to our show. And then a lot of people were ratted out by old classmates from Facebook who saw all their pro-Trump posts over the years. And they were like, oh, yeah, that guy, he was the dumbest person at our high school. And they would, oh. like, rat them out to the FBI. Oh, my God. So they would all post on Facebook. <sighs> and then the FBI could also see who was live streaming to Facebook from the Capitol. They could connect all the geotags and trace it back to you. That is so... <laughs> And facial recognition technology was used. They, like, checked in on Foursquare. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there is a morality question to it, right? Because it's, like, it is fun to find all these people and, like, to do that internet sleuthing. But then when you look at the technology and what you're able to do with just, like, what we have, you go, like, oh, my God, this is scary, right? Like, this is, this could be used in such a, in such a scary way. Yeah, it um, is. It's terrifying. Like you could just be tracked outside by facial recognition technology. Yeah, like, anywhere yeah. you go. There's a really interesting. I mean, I, oh, sorry, you go first. Oh, go ahead. No, no. no. Well, I was just gonna say on Inst- like I get posting on Instagram and finding people that way and being like, but when it comes to the facial recognition stuff and like the tracking people, it's like, oh boy, this is like ten years from now. This is gonna be scary as hell. Yeah. Uh, there's also a really interesting documentary on Netflix now called Coded Bias. And it's about, oh, yep. But it's about the inherent racial bias in, mm-hmm. uh, f- uh, facial recogni- recognition technology, like recognizing white people. Cause like white people are the ones typically like being hired to like code and the like implicit bias in that. So that's pretty interesting. Maybe give that a watch if this is something that's on kinda, Netflix. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. I watched it too. Yeah, uh, there's an article on The Wire. It says, Coded Bias Paints a Terrifying Picture of Facial Recognition's Real Impact on Lives. It says, Facial Recognition uh, Software Disproportionately Victimizes Black Men, Targeting Them for Crimes They Didn't Commit. The AI Tools Are More Likely to Be Initiated in Poor Neighborhoods, Experimenting on Marginalized People. Yeah. yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. And so the def- the people who got called, their, def- their defense was based around how pathetic and innocent they are. They're like, oh, I didn't know what I was doing. But like when they pretend to be these like tough guys fighting for America. Right. And these people were finally seeing the consequences of believing in conspiracy theories. They're like, oh, this is what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's consequences to your actions. Yeah. And then when people were claiming it was black lives matter or antifa rioting some of these 
this is so dumb. Some of the these right wing people went online to defend themselves and say, no, it's not. It was us. <laughs> like just incriminating yourself. Because oh they were God. so upset with like their heroism being stolen. They basically ratted themselves out for their own ego. Everyone's got to be famous. Yeah. Like, like when Fox News that. was trying to be like, oh, no, like it wasn't Republicans doing that. It was yeah. actually like Antifa trying to like yeah. set Republicans up. Oh, my God. And the right wingers mm-hmm. were like, no, it was us. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little reverse psychology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's this person named Brent Bozell IV. He's from Hershey, Pennsylvania. His dad and his grandfather were big conservatives. He went into the Senate while wearing a sweatshirt that had the logo of his kid's Christian school on it, like this small Christian school in Pennsylvania. And this woman in Pennsylvania was the one who identified him. She saw the sweatshirt. She went to the school's Facebook page and then looked through all the people that had liked the photos on the page. And then she found a photo of this guy and was like, this is the guy. This is the sweatshirt he's wearing. And then she sent that to the FBI and he got arrested. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's awesome. Then a guy wore a T-shirt of his own company. To the right, so that's a quick Google search away arresting him. <laughs> was it an Erios? Was it an Erios sweatshirt? It was an Erios sweatshirt. <laughs> and then, like a lot of these FBI affidavits, will have things on them that are like Patrick Stedman, thirty-two, identified by college friends, lives with parents. <laughs> like yep. just a sick burn, of course. <laughs> lives in basement. Yeah, and the defendants are were predominantly white and male. And federal prosecutors say a former member of the Latin Kings gang joined the mob, as did two Virginia police officers. There was a man in a Camp Auschwitz sweatshirt allegedly took part. Jesus Christ. And a two-time Olympic gold medalist was there. Uh... It was the swimmer, Cleet Keller. He was recognized by his height and his U.S. Olympic jacket and video. Everyone's got to represent, and no one can just like live, like everyone's got to be representing something. Yeah. Everyone's got to be bragging about something. Everyone, like, just stop. <laughs> like, stop. Yeah. Everyone just chill the hell out, okay? And the swimmer, he later apologized and he called his coaches and he was like crying to them. Ugh. Because they were like, bro, what? we got to kick you off the team. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, right. Oh, God. He went to USC. Oh, he did? It's a fellow Trojan. <laughs> oh, no. And then um, do you remember on Twitter a few weeks ago, there were because the FBI, whatever, they're posting videos and still pictures of people at the riot. And then one picture popped up and someone was like, was like, this looks like jay from mr show like everyone was joking about it and then oh, it was i like, remember that and then it was like oh wait it really was him what yeah because apparently oh. he i remember tim heidecker posted something he was like yeah unfortunately it's him he like got involved with drugs and like has some like mental illness issues and like kind of went down a bad path and he like got caught up in all of that, but it was like actually him there. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Oh my Gosh. god, that's so sad." Listen, Melissa and I have both done a lot of drugs, but never enough to become storm <laughs> capital <Yeah>. storming Republicans. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. But yeah, this list you can go through. I found it on NPR, but they all have like the the sleuths like assign these like funny hashtags to their names. It's like so you can identify them. And then wow. if you go to seditionhunters.org, that is where there's just pictures, photos of everyone who hasn't been caught yet. And it's also it's kind of like the Jan, Jan 6 evidence, but it's like photos and you can like it just traces everyone to what time they were at the Capitol and where like some of the hashtags are like bald bad flag. It's like a bald guy with like a flag or like bear skin thug. It's like this guy with a big beard. Oh, my God. I'm looking at two really funny ones right now. There's devious Dumbledore. There's a guy who looks exactly <laughs> oh, like Dumbledore. No. There's a there's Bubba two hat. And it's just this uh, this uh, guy who's just wearing two hats. Uh, <laughs> Bubba, two hat. Bubba two hat. I love that name. Bubba two hat. And there's Caesar Bubba no salad guy who's like wearing a toga a toga and like a head looks like dresses Julius Caesar. <laughs> Oh my god! It sounds like um, it sounds like garbage pail kid names. Seriously! Oh my god! (laughs) They should make garbage pail uh, cards out of all these people who stormed the Capitol. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be real fun. (laughs) Yeah, Jack the Tripper. Good use of time for Uh, everyone. Is one honky tonk trader? (laughs) Yeah, these are these are literal garbage pail kid names. (laughs) Yeah. Lefty baggy pants. Gra- gra- grandpa flag scarf is just a grandpa wearing a <laughs> scarf as a flag. They're just so literal. I love it. That's so funny. Nicknames are so funny. They're they'll never not be funny. Rabid cabbage. Oh my god. I mean that's a legit. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. That's good. Tiny percent. Tweedledee. They're accurate hashtags. They really describe these people. Yeah, you guys get it. You guys get so, it. So yeah, if you want if you're interested in like searching for these people or like if you think you know someone who was there, go to seditionhunters.org or Jan 6 Evidence. And yeah. you can it's really interesting. Yeah, I bet you guys would make some good internet sleuths if you feel like uh figuring out who was storming the Capitol. Uh Melissa, if people want to let us know if they know someone who stormed the Capitol or have any information on this uh, craziness uh, or if they lived in Washington, D.C. when this was happening, I can't even imagine. Maybe they did storm. Maybe they did storm if the Capitol. If you storm the Capitol, <laughs> go you fuck can call yourself. In anonymously. <laughs> yeah. What was the vibe? What was the vibe? Yeah, you know? what was the vibe there? Uh, Melissa, where could people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com please do anyways i am Allie. yellow shirt glasses face seagull i am melissa hashtag blonde stormer and i'm producer maria zoom unicorn blasucci and you'll get that if you are a patreon subscriber head on over head on over all right bye guys bye Original. Powered by ACAST.
My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.